0: Get ready for Copy with Dave, The Daily Grind, your first step to life leadership. First up, isn't it pretty cool that um, we're actually, I can't believe, already coming towards the end of this phase, which is all about those overcoming those obstacles. So we had action, overcoming obstacles, and the next one, had a sneak preview of what's coming next. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it's just, it's just entitled uh, Duty and we'll see where that takes us now uh, next month. But it's coming towards the end of the month already, which is really cool in some respects because we're heading towards a new phase, this lockdown period as well, and people are starting to kind of awaken uh, from the slumber. Okay, the quote today is pretty short, okay, and I actually, I read it a couple of times and tried to muddle over my brain and see where what I could get from it, what I could kind of, how I perceived that to be and how it impacts my life or, what my thoughts are on it. And again, as always, you have a read of it there and see what you think. You might read the quote, watch the video and go, he hasn't clue what he's on about. He's talking absolute gobbledygook. Quite possible, but it's my uh, perception of what that actually means and what it means to me in here. And that's key, okay? So it's not taking what I say literally. It's not saying, oh, Dave said this is whatever. I I better do it. It's having your interpretation of it and fitting into your lifestyle and see where it takes you. Um, so for me, what I took about today is that sometimes we can look to argue the case the whole time. We can look to always have that battle. And even if we don't like confrontation, when we find ourselves in it, we can keep arguing. We can keep that um, aggression going, that anxiety going, that front up where we want to win the whole time, we want to the last word. And it's something I'm so guilty of. Throughout my life, I'm, I'm sure, I know plenty watching this will probably say, "Yeah, you're a dickhead. You always want to have this last word." Probably true, okay? But we all have our failings. I do find it myself if myself and Sandra are having a discussion or maybe a disagreement, we're look we're lucky enough we don't like we don't argue as per se, or we don't like go off the, the rails and go crazy. But now and again, you know, um, things aren't going the way we want it to go, and we might have a little chat about it. And I do tend to find myself always wanting the last word. Now. This is human nature, okay, in general, all right? It's human nature for people who are living a mindless life and not being more mindful, all right? And it's wanting to win or not be weak or not to admit you're wrong, not to admit you had a failing or you made an error. And we always want to try and construe it a certain way in your own brain to convince yourself first that what you did was right or what you said was right And if you can't convince yourself to do that in your own brain and you're like, oh, no, you're actually fucking wrong. You have an amazing ability in here to twist it around a small bit more, keep tightening until you get to that sweet spot where you say, well, I said it because of this. I did it because of this. I didn't do it because of that. Once again, Excuses. We always find those excuses. We pull them from fucking anywhere. Give me an excuse to explain my actions. And that's what we do regularly. And I am guilty of it. And I find myself now, few and far between when you have a crossword or disagreement or whatever it is, I find myself when I'm arguing back or giving my opinion, which is worth sweet F.A. really, isn't it? But I'm saying what I think, what's on my, what I believe, my perception of what's happening is coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I think this, and I think that, and I said this, and I did that. And the reason is, and for a moment then, I actually, I don't breed. Someone in there breeds, The little thing going in there, the monkey goes, hold on a minute, Dave. You're talking absolute shite. You're wrong. It's very hard to back down, though, isn't it? It's very hard to take a step back then and say, I was wrong. And what happens with people who are in a relationship that love each other, or friends in a circle, or family, it's only when... You break that energy connection and you step away and you go and sit in your own because you're in a hoof then. Fuck this and fuck that and the whole lot. And you sit down and you go, hold on a minute now, you were out of line there, you were wrong. And then you go back to the person and you apologize. Okay? Well, that's what happens with most people. Some people don't because they don't give a shit. But people that are genuine um, will go back and apologize and say, look, I was out of line, I was wrong. And they might even, like I do, say, oh, I, you always want to have the, I always want to have the last word. I always want to be right. But you can't be right the whole time. And that's a failing we have as humans, is that we want to. It's like on social media, they're mad to rush out and give their opinion. That's a load of this and that's that. And I, I saw this and I said that. But come on. Looking for the arguments, looking for the negativity. It's like I put up a post yesterday. Doesn't matter what it was about. But this guy commented on it and says, no one's going to read this or share it. Do you know why? Because it's positive. It's good news. No one cares about it. They want doom and gloom. They want to argue. They're looking for, they're, they're going through Facebook so they can't do something to say, oh, you're wrong. I think this, or you this, said that, or it's just ridiculous, isn't it, isn't it really like? It's one of the reasons why I stop scrolling on Facebook and try and do something a bit more positive. Take out a book and read it or whatever. Anyway, another example that I often use with mindfulness courses or with meditation classes and just before I continue on, meditation classes. I had a conversation the other day with a, with a guy and a girl that I know. And it was like, yeah, but we're, we're so mindful now. And everything is mindful. And we're mindful this, we're mindful that. And we had a brief chat. And in their, in their little worlds, doing a 15-minute medit- medit- meditation. Can't even get it out today. Doing a 15-minute meditation, there we go, every day. Was there mindful life? But the rest of the day carried on the exact fucking same as it was before. They made no changes. They were not living a mindful life. They were taking the easy option, the weaker route of, I'm gonna meditate, um, I meditate myself, but I don't just do meditation and think that's it now, I'm mindful perfectionist. You have to practice what you preach. You have to look into yourself and say, right, I've done my 15 minute meditation. I've set my intention. I've got what I want from it, whether it's to be aware of your thoughts, whether to accept your thoughts, whether it's to whatever. But if you get up from that and go, oh, I'm all fluffy now, I'm great, boom, I'm off for the day, all it's doing is giving you a pause. That's not enough. You have to bring in more mindful aspects into your daily routine to become a mindful person. It's not easy. Am I a mindful person? I'm trying. Every day I try. Am I the, the guru, the Yoda, sitting on the top of the hill, or the Buddha, or whatever? No, far from it. I make mistakes daily, all the way through my day, all the way through my week, I make mistakes. But do I learn from them? And that's the key. Anyway, going back to this argument thing, and see, I'm arguing with myself now. Going back to this argument thing, and what we, try, what we do on a normal day. i give you an example. I'll use myself an example, okay? So I leave in the morning with the boys for school. Throw them in the car, because I'm, I'm in a rush. For what, who knows? If they're late, they're late. Whatever, right? So I throw in the car down the road, right? Coming around the corner, and this person pulls out in front of me from another school. And I lay in the horn, window down, blah blah blah, blah out the window. I saw hands everywhere. The person's doing the same back to me, and i are shouting back, and, oh, fuck you, and all this kind of jazz, and onto the school. Well, who was that affected? And what good has it brought to the world? What good has it brought to my day? I'll tell you briefly who's affected. First of all, it's affected the two boys behind me sitting in the car. Because they're watching their dad being aggressive, hitting the horn, giving out, all stressed out. One, how is their day going to be impacted going to school with that tension and stress that their dad is giving them going to school? So there's those two little minds heading off into their daily worlds. Dad's stressed out, Jesus. Whatever he did in the car, crazy. Yeah? Poor little minds are going a million miles an hour and they're like, see you there, Dad. Oh, Jesus, don't, don't stress them out. Anyway, so that's them stressed out. Then I'm stressed out because this person cut across me. Even if they weren't going this way, they weren't in front of me in traffic. You know, they pull out in front of you in traffic and next thing they just pull out but they don't go the same speed as you. So you're hitting the brakes, you're going, Jesus Christ. And you're beeping the horn going, what are you doing when you move? I'm in a rush. In front of them is about 10 more cars. They can't fucking go anywhere. But in your head, you want to get past them then. And you're like looking out and you're going, I'll get past these motherfuckers, I'll get past them. Why? What's it going to achieve? Probably your debt. Or their debt, or someone else's or your kid's debt. Because you're being mindless. Yeah, and you're arguing with yourself, you're arguing with them, you're arguing with the worlds. And then we ask it's like, oh, everyone's against me. Oh, the whole day's gone to shit. Not only that, so it's affected you then. And then you drop your kids off, and you drive out with school going, oh, what was I at? You're in there hugging the boys, see you later, rubbing their hair, love yous. Oh, what do I do? I'm stressing myself out, I'm stressing them out. What kind of start of the day is that for them? To me, you're driving home then, self-pity. Mm, what do I do that for? What do I do this for? I'm stressed out again, I'm late. Now I am late because I might have been sitting there thinking about myself for the last ten minutes, I'm stressed out, there are the nines. Your day is affected. Everything you do for the rest of the day now is affected by that one action you're taking. Also, the person in the car that pulled out in front of you has just been abused from a distance. Yeah, they can feel it on the back of their head, they go, this is a pulled out there I took a chance. I pulled out too quick. Or that person is under pressure to get home to a sick parents to to go to save somebody's bleeding life to wherever they are, wherever they was going on their life, yeah. Maybe they took a chance. As I had to get out here, there's a break in traffic, this person might understand. But did they know that would be you in the car that'll blow your bleeding lids? No, they didn't. So they can feel that energy there They're going "Oh, for fuck's sake. So they're driving along, and it's affected their day. They go into work, oh, this guy blew me out, I made a big mistake, so their anxiety's up. Everything's up. Sometimes, what the quote's all about, sometimes is these arguments, we don't need them. We don't need them in our life. We don't need to always argue with your partner, with your friends, with your circle. We always be fucking right. You don't need to argue with the road rage. And there are small examples. This goes on all day, every day. So guys, take a breath, think about it. Take a breath, breathe in, pause, and reassess before you launch. Have a great day. We'll see you soon. Get after it.